We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, Arise, Shine, and Excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Thanksgiving to the glory of God. So, Always remember to give the credit to God. Even as you say thank you to this person, to that person, to whoever the Lord has used to do something in your life. Always remember that the credit, the first credit goes to God. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4.15 Thanksgiving to the glory of God we're talking about. For all things are for your sakes that grace having spread through the many. May cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. This is where this title comes from. The title comes from this scripture, 2 Corinthians 4.15. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Thanksgiving to the glory of God. Amen. So the ultimate goal of everything that God does in your life is for his glory. So in order for God to get more glory, he does all things for your benefit. He does all things for your blessing. So that through you, others may be blessed and he will receive more glory. Amen. So he does all things for your blessing. He says, for all things are for your sakes. All things are for your benefit. All things are for your blessing. That grace... Having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. So what the Holy Spirit is saying here is this. That you should spread the grace that has spread to you. The grace that has come to you, you should spread it. Enrich someone with the grace that has enriched you. And as a result, more people will give thanks to the Lord and the glory of the Lord. They will give glory to God. In fact, 2 Corinthians 6 1 says what? We then, as workers together with you, plead with you that you do what? You receive not the grace of God in vain. Amen. It's talking about salvation there from 2 Corinthians 5 to the continuation of 2 Corinthians 2. For I've heard you in the day of salvation. I've heard you in the time of in the time of salvation. I've listened to you. I've heard you. So 
the Lord has helped you, the Lord has heard you, say, spread this grace. Don't receive the grace. Don't receive the salvation in vain. Don't waste it. Spread it. Spread it. Spread it. Now listen to this and please don't forget this. People will thank you for lending a helping hand. A helping hand to them when they are in trouble. You know, you bring them out of their low estate. They will thank you for being kind, for being gentle, for being loving, for being caring, for doing things for them and all of that. All of that will also result in the glory of God. Amen? All of that will also result in glory of God. Let your light so shine before men that they may see what? Your good works. And do what? Glorify your Father who is in heaven. So when you do good works, your light is shining. And that ends up to the glory of God. Hands up to the glory of God. But listen to this. But what results in the greatest, thing that results in the greatest thanksgiving to God, the greatest glory to God, is when you spread to somebody else the grace of salvation that some other person spread to you. Amen. Did you hear that? What results in the greatest glory to God is when you spread the salvation, the salvation that has come to you, you spread it again. The salvation that flowed to you, you release it to flow to somebody else. That is what results in the greatest thanksgiving, the greatest glory to God. Amen. Don't forget that. This is the best way to say thank God or to say thank you to God for the salvation of my soul. Amen. This is the best way to say thank you to God for the salvation of my soul by spreading it, spreading that salvation. That's the best way to say thank you to God. It's also the best way to recognize, acknowledge, and appreciate God for what he continues to do in your life by you spreading the grace of salvation. That's the best way. That's the best way. Now you can do other things. But this is the best way to say thank you to God. Saving your life, you go out and save other people's life. In fact, he rejoices over that. Heaven rejoices over that. Amen. That is the best way. To say thank you to God. That is the best way to appreciate what God does in your life. What God did in your life. To go out and spread the good news. Spread the good news. Spread the good news. Thanksgiving to the glory of God. When you give out of the much that God has given you. More people will be enriched by your obedience. Let's read John 6. 1 to 13. After this thing Jesus went over the sea of Galilee. Which is the sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were deceased. Verse 3. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Verse 5. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread, that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little to eat. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five belly loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? They just said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in that place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, 
he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, there are a few characters or a few players here. Also, there are some questions that we need to answer or questions that we need to raise and get answers to and get us to understand better this uh, story. Now, the characters that we see here, Jesus is the number one player here. We also see what? Philip. And we see Andrew. And then we see the young lad. Amen. Yeah, the other ones are there, but... These are the main characters, the main players. Hmm. If we read from verse 5, John 6 from verse 5, Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this is said to, to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred dinary worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that everyone will have a little to eat. The first question we see here is, out of all the disciples, out of all the disciples, why did Jesus choose to pick on Philip? Hmm? It's like, why me? Why are you asking me? Now, reading a little further, we're going to answer that question. But just hold on, keep it in your mind. If we read a little further, John 6, 8 to 9. John 6, 8 to 9. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a little lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are these among so many? So we see as Jesus is talking with Philip on this matter, Andrew jumps in and says, by the way, there is a little lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? Question two, why did Andrew get into this conversation at this time? Why did Andrew get into this conversation? Another question, what does a young boy or a young boy's dinner have to do with all of this? Huh? Amen. You might say, did, did Andrew see him when he was about to eat? Say, oh, can you stop? Wait, because there are so many people hungry here, you know. Stop, maybe you can share your food with somebody. So stop, just stop it. Stop it right there. Don't, 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 don't start. Will you share your food? Is that how this boy got into this uh, conversation? You never know. <laughs> Amen. Now, though this is not a Bible study. Amen. In the Bible study, we do what? We raise up questions and we answer questions. That's why it's good to have Bible study. Bible study, you answer questions, uh, you know, you give answers, you, you comment. At the end of the day, the thing looks really very beautiful and you get a better understanding of what is going on. So again, though this is not a time of Bible study, we're going to seek to answer some of these questions, all of these questions. Uh, maybe there are more questions in there. The first question is, out of all the disciples, why did Jesus choose to pick on Philip? The second question is, why did Andrew get into the conversation between Jesus and Philip at this time? Philip and Andrew, Philip and Andrew, they are the ones among all the disciples who are first involved in this situation of sharing and caring more than any others. They were the first to be involved. Realize? They were the first to be involved. Why? It's by divine design. Amen. It's by divine design. There's a track record to that. A lot of things uh, that 
happened before that led to this. These people had a large heart. They are loving and lovely. They were most likely more personable, passionate, pleasant than others. I could see them mixing, interacting, talking with the crowd. Amen. Now you will see these as we go on. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? Now look at it again. Jesus said to Philip, John 6, 5 to 6. John 6, 5 to 6. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this is said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Where shall we buy bread? Where, where shall we buy bread? Not where shall we get money. Hmm? We got money, so to say. But where can we get bread? Amen. There are things you can't do with your money, even though you got money. Huh? You got money. You got money. Where are you going to get bread? Where is that bakery that will have enough bread to serve all these people? It's impossible. Amen? You got money. You got the resources. But where are you going to find what you need? There's no such place. Amen? Where are you going to get bread? Only God can do that. Amen? We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.